This is the Toward a New World podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Welcome. Welcome to today's edition of Toward a New World, where I want to talk about wisdom and vision. I had a pretty contemplative weekend, and among the contemplation over the weekend was actually watching a Netflix series on Robert Kennedy. It was uh, news clips, film clips stitched together by narration of people who were in the environment of Robert Kennedy and impacted his life journey from, uh, it started with him being uh, a in the Justice Department to, uh, through his assassination. And it brought up a lot of memories because I remember uh, what I felt, how I felt when I heard in Germany where I was living about his assassination. And there was one segment in uh, that whole series that really caught my attention. And so I went back to transcribe that short piece. On April 4th, 1968, Robert Kennedy on a campaign stop was told about the assassination of Martin Luther King that day. And he ended up saying just that. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness, but is love and wisdom and compassion towards one another and a feeling of justice towards those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or black. Let that sink in for a moment. What really struck me is that people that got interviewed uh, and participated in that segment and I also caught it in the film clips. People said that they were very impacted by the fact that Kennedy cared, that they mattered as a person. It was a theme throughout his campaign. And there was another piece that touched me deeply. You are here on earth to make some kind of contribution. 
are we as individuals looking at our lives and the way that each one can be and actually is a contribution, no matter who we are. I mean, we have the tendency to say, okay, this is a big person, that's a politician, that's a CEO, they are the ones that make the contribution, but what can I, as a measly person, do? You know, the image that came for me is what contribution are the eagle and the bee? We both need them in nature. Nature does not differentiate. And as I've said before in other segments, when I'm stumped with something or when something comes up for me, I often tend to look at nature and how does it work in nature? In nature, not everybody is a leader. Yes, a herd has the lead animal, but there are the rest. And without the rest, A, there wouldn't be a lead animal, but it also requires the rest to, to do whatever their job is to do in the natural environment. Nature really appreciates diversity. Not everybody can be a leader. And what if every one of us is actually a leader and maybe just in a small way is a leader in the way of doing a repair job in the way of befriending another person i read today in a online app that someone uh, noticed a homeless person mowing a lawn and then the person mowed his lawn sometime later and he started to strike up a conversation and even take him out for lunch that is being a leader that is caring that is stepping beyond our oh i have to stay away this is a homeless person that could be dangerous and that is exactly what Robert Kennedy did. He connected with the people. He cared about the people. And what also struck me over the arc of the years to see the points of view and beliefs he had as a result of where he grew up, how he grew up, the world he was living in and how those beliefs and points of view changed over the years because he really was willing to be open and see what was going on. How much do we have fixed belief systems? How much are we following the party line 
And with that, I don't necessarily mean just the political parties, but the party line could be a family party line or a circle of friends or the town we're living in. How much are we willing to be open, to be flexible, to let go of beliefs and change them and adapt them as we learn more? One thing that also struck me is that Kennedy believed in working together working across party lines. We are not individuals in the sense that we are separate from each other, that what I do has no impact on my neighbor, has no impact on other people. Contrary, what I do, and even more so, where I choose to operate from, what I choose to think about has huge impact because it is an energy that each one of us is sending out into the world. And what kind of energy do we want to send out into the world? Do we want to send out the fear, the scarcity thinking that is so often prevalent? And isn't greed also a fear of running out, of not having enough? So, or do we want to send out an energy of caring, of love, of compassion. And that is what came through to me when, when I was watching that series. Uh, the amount of care that was represented by Kennedy. What if it even goes beyond just the United States. The world has shrunk in those oh, 55, 60 years. The world has, what I say, become a village, not a huge globe where we are far apart and we don't influence each other. What is going on in one country has repercussions and ripple effects throughout the globe. And if we haven't gotten that as a result of the pandemic, then I'm wondering under which rock was that person. In the meantime, we affect each other so much. So what I would like to do right now is to read that segment that I transcribed with a slight variation. 
I'm making some changes to it in a way to adapt it to today's world, adapt it to the fact that now 55 years after his assassination, we are again in a transition and we're crying out for a leader. And this time it may almost be not so much about a president in one country, but somebody more like the Dalai Lama, who can be a thought leader in the 40 world that can inspire us. So I want you to sit back, close your eyes, and really take that in. What we need in the world is not division. What we need in the world is not hatred. What we need in the world is not violence, but it is love and wisdom and compassion towards one another and a feeling of justice towards all. Justice towards all, no just between people, but also justice towards the earth, towards the environment. We need love and compassion for all of life. Life is bigger than just us humans. Are we willing to see that, to perceive that. Hmm. With today's transition, with the fact that, so as Buckminster Fuller said 50 years ago, I mean, it's amazing how much I'm running into the the 60s and 70s <laughs> lately, but Buckminster Fuller said, predicted that 50 years from now, the institutions that were created by people will no longer work. I think we are at that point. We can see that institutions are no longer working. that something has shifted in the way that we look at the world. And I almost want to say in the 60s and maybe in the 70s, there was a certain amount of innocence in the way we looked at the world, even if the world was more way more localized. But today, it is so much based on fear that I may not have enough. How much more money can I squeeze out of the environment? How much more money can I squeeze out of uh, the healthcare system, out of the 
farming system, out of, uh, you know, even the legal system. How much have we privatized prisons? Privatized prison is a money machine for whoever owns the prison. How deeply are we willing to look? And how much are we willing to ask ourselves questions? How is this working? What is truly going on here? What is underneath what I see, what I'm being told? Food for thought. And maybe we all can get inspired. This is the tool. Sorry. Maybe we can all get inspired by going back a few years, maybe back to our youth, especially if you're older like I am. So contemplation. Take care until next week. Bye-bye.